everybody! This is Kim. I just wanted to apologize for not releasing any episodes all summer. Uh, well, Sam and I took a bit of an unexpected summer hiatus as we had to deal with some work things. As you guys have know, Sam works for the parks and I do a lot of stuff for the convention that we both staff, so our summers got very busy very fast. But everything's done and now we are back in better than ever and we are so excited to share more adventures of us watching our boys get into some ridiculous scenarios that they could have avoided if they had just listened to the priest. Additionally, as a thank you for being patient with us and coming back after we uh, forgot to announce we were going on summer vacation, we are going to be releasing two new episodes this week. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Lady Snake. Lady Snake. Lady Snake. Lady Snake. Lady Snake. <laughs> Hello and welcome to, um, crap, what's the name of our podcast? It's not the Lady Snake Appreciation Podcast, but it should be. It should be, because that's who we are. Hi, right, welcome um, to Stop Running From This, a Ghost Adventures review podcast. I'm Sam. I'm Kim. And we love Lady Snake. <laughs> we do. Who is in this episode. For um, the first time. For the first time. This is the season two, episode eight, Ancient Ram Inn. Yeah, so I do want to make uh, something that I noticed. So when we say season two, we're referring to the volumes on iTunes, yeah. which may be different from the actual seasons. It also means that we might be missing a couple of episodes, because I noticed that, like, I was watching season six, and I'm like, where's the Kelka episode? And it's not on iTunes. So, yeah. Oh, honey, you have a moth. That's fine. Okay. So, yeah, so we might be missing episodes. You'll just have to deal with it, because I'm not going to go through and find them. We already have 21 of these volumes to go through, so... We'll just deal with whatever's on iTunes. So if you've been following along, we're going off the iTunes order. But if there's an episode that we missed, and you're like, oh man, how could they have missed XYZ? You know what? Shoot us an email. And if you email us, and you like it that much, we will consider it. No promises? And what's our email, Sam? Stop running from this podcast at gmail.com. No, it's just stop running from this. Oh. Wait, no, it is stop running from this podcast. Oh, I'm the one who made the email address, and I don't remember our email address. I was so proud address. of myself. That was a journey I just embarked on. We are stop running from this podcast. Yeah. I am victorious. Guess who, I, guys, guess who signed us up for the email? Hint. It wasn't her. <laughs> it wasn't her. <laughs> no, sometimes I refer to this podcast as the podcast where I just show up and drink Kim's wine, and Kim does everything. <laughs> It is a very lush position. <laughs> you know when I do eventually start writing my thesis, I'm going to be like, Sam, learn how to edit audio. Okay, thanks, bye. Fuck yeah. That'll be fun. You'll, you'll tell the difference. <laughs> anyway, so we are finally done with season two, or volume two, or whatever the hell you want to call it. I'm going to keep calling them seasons, because that's what iTunes calls it. And that's what I'm going to call it as well. What is in my bra that is so itchy? <laughs> Oh, it's my select bus ticket. <laughs> Let's get some good crinkle ASMR. Okay, so ancient ram in. Our boys go back to the UK for this. Yeah, actually, this was really nice. 
And uh, they meet this wonderful little old British man who has not left the pop, the punk rock era. No, no. Apparently, he's been living in this inn for forty years, and he hasn't bought new clothes. Nope. That is evident by I think they were grass stains on his jeans. I don't know what they were. His jeans had a weird color in the crotch area. It was weird. I don't ask questions of old men, honestly. But he was very sweet. His comb-over was intense. I liked him. His name is Peter Humphreys. He owns the I ancient ramen. I thought he was John. You're right, it is John Humphreys. I don't know where I got Peter from. I feel like that's a member of the Mountain Goats, but we'll just continue. It might this be. This is not my Mountain Goats know. Appreciation Podcast. We've said that many times. This is not my Mountain Goats Appreciation Podcast. Yes. Um... <laughs> Sorry, John Humphreys. He lives in the in the ancient Ram Inn, which was built in circa 10th century AD. Yeah, and there had been a building there previously, and maybe even something before that. Yeah, they say it's on top of a um, pagan burial ground. They do have some evidence for that. There have they they have found uh, human remains under the house and under the barn. So we meet Mr. Humphreys in the beginning, and they're talking to him. And this is when we get our first reaction shot oh my God. of the day. Oh my God. And there are many. And it is Mr. Humphreys telling Zach about the incubus. Oh, there are actually a bunch of things that I want to get to first. Oh, sorry. sorry. I was busy stuffing my face. Yeah, so, sorry. Sorry, sorry. They're, so they're in my notes like that. beautiful establishing shot of cows. The old man says, the evil in this building is a power almost equal to God himself. And honestly, I want people to say that about me. Okay. That's how I feel about this. Um, I also have a note about how Zach doesn't understand how something can be over a thousand years old. You could watch the gears turning. It was very entertaining. Um, right. And then, then we get to the... So this old man says to Zach, he's telling about the things in the house. He goes, there's something that wakes you up during the night wanting sex with you. And Zach goes from, like, yeah, to horror. Just, just <laughs> incredible horror. I, like, I don't know. He's afraid of that? Like, I'm not going to say that that's not horrifying. I'd be a little bit like, afraid of a ghost raping me in the middle of the night. Yes, but, like, and more than other ghosts, but... I just feel like this is the one thing he's, like, deeply horrified of. Apparently, yes. Yeah. I'm not saying he's wrong for it, but, like, of all the things. So, yes. Uh, And you'll be, if you've checked our Instagram, or if you're going to check our Instagram, uh, there will probably be a screenshot of Zach's face, because if you're just, like, it's just... Yeah, I was like, Kim, that has to be our image. And I still don't know how to take a screenshot on a Mac, so I have to grab it later. And I'm allergic to Macs, so. If you know how to scre- take a screenshot on a Mac, email us. <laughs> Stop running with this podcast at gmail.com! We're very much PC girls, but I use a Mac to watch the episodes because... You have one. I have one that I restored myself, and I'm really proud of it. But you can't take a screenshot. <laughs> I can't take a screenshot because I don't know how. <laughs> oh, we'll Google that later. So, so they go to the house with Mr. Humphreys, and he's describing the things, and 
they're just, he's describing how in his bedroom, like, things will wake him up and, like, pull on his ankles. I, and I, he says that, you know, whenever it happens, he just, he grabs his Bible or, and he goes, and he's, like, such the most polite banishment. It's, Lord, they're here again. Get rid of them, please. And that's, like, how he says it, too. Just, like, very matter-of-fact, like, oh, you're take, well, you're getting mud in the house. Can you just take off your shoes, please? Thank you. It's, it's beautiful. Like, Lord, they're here again. Can you get rid of them, please? Thank you. I do want to note that the place he sleeps is the front room. This place has multiple bedrooms. And while I understand why he wouldn't want to sleep in any of them, um, I feel like the front, front room is an odd choice. Maybe it's less haunted than the other rooms? It's hard to tell. <laughs> but we'll get to that. <laughs> Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Um, right. At some point, Zach says to this old man, this is like you telling me I'm gonna get everything I want for Christmas. Yes. And the same horrified look that Zach gave the camera earlier, this old man does but, like, muted by politeness. It is the most... It is a very <laughs> polite look of intense horror. Yes. And Zach just looks so excited. And we're just Giddy. like... Giddy. Giddy as a schoolboy. Well, he does say it's, like, Christmas morning. Also, so while he's telling him this on the po... There's a old news article on the wall. Oh, my gosh. That was the uh, top 11 most haunted places in Britain. And the tagline was, Witch, you were here. <laughs> That's what should go after that line. <laughs> it was so cute. I'm like, which you were here. I'm like, I love it. It's corny. It's such a tabloid thing. To say. <laughs> it is. So uh, they talked to his daughter. Yeah. And like Zach's like, your parents are divorced. Is the house that cause? And this girl's like, a lot of things happen here that my ma- that my mother would, like, prefer to forget. And Zach's like, isn't that how it goes? And she's like, yeah. Yeah, she's like, it's a relation- very short interview. Yeah, she's like, relationships don't survive this house. Yeah. And Zach doesn't even like dig into that. Like, what do you mean? He just goes, do you want to talk about it? No. Okay then. Oh my, oh my god. She's probably like, who the fuck is this American git? It's a good way of calling him. Good way of calling him. Then they, then they take a moment to talk about ley lines. Yes. Apparently one goes through the inn. Oh, and Zach, and as they're talking about ley lines, and Zach gets so excited again, I swear to god, I think he was fanboying. This old man asks him, are you familiar with ley lines? And Zach goes, yes! And he, like, stands up straighter, and he gets really animated, and he's, like, leaning towards this tiny old man, like, gesticulating. I was like, wow, Zach's a really big dude. Um, But also, look at how excited he is. I've seen him just, like, is he fanboying? He's a really big dude, though. Like, I'm 90% sure that was the same reaction people had when I started freaking out over the Fruits Basket announcement. 
Okay, but Fruits Basket. Hmm? But Fruits Basket, though. So, for context, we both work a con. By the way, come to Otacon in Walter Washington Convention Center in Washington, D.C., June 26th. July, July. Thank you. July 26th, 28th. It is going to be a blast. We will be there not doing podcasts. podcasts. We're behind the scenes. But it's a ton of fun if you like anime. Quick note, Otakon 2019 has already passed, but if you want to learn more, you can go to their website at otakon.org and join us there July 31st to August 2nd of 2020. So I found out before we made the announcement that we were going to have voice actors from our favorite anime there, and I freaked out so hard we actually paused the meeting because nobody had ever seen me fangirl. Then you texted me. And I screeched, and Alex was like, is everything okay? (laughs) It was funny, because to me it wasn't a big deal. I was like, I think I was texting you, and I'm just like, yes! And I kept texting, and then I realized that everyone paused. So I started cracking up. It's, it's so, I'm so excited. I have never been so excited about something at a con ever. Same. Same Even that time I saw Bill Nye. Same seas. Yeah, this is better. Um, so anyway, that was that context. So yes, Zach fanboy. Now I'm just like, is Zach fanboying? What? I think I actually paused the episode so I could be like, was Zach just fanboying? I I have a note here that follows the Leyline thing, and I don't know what... Oh, I think they're talking about how, like, um, whatever is at a Leyline crossing is at a very magic spot. And the Ancient Ram Inn is very close to the crossing. It's directly on a ley line and very close to to a ley line crossing. And they're talking about how it's a very magic spot and you have to be careful. And my only note is, let's not go there! They don't, but they do take a trip to Stonehenge. Uh, Which... uh, Uh, To be fair, um, I think Zach was more terrified of that drive than the... A lockdown. Um, from the sounds of it, it looked like Nick was driving. And Zach was... So, I don't know if you've ever been in the passenger seat of a car. And someone is driving. And then you're you're doing the imaginary brake. And maybe you're holding on to the oh shit bar. But that's what Zach sounded like. And, um... To, in his defense... So, for y'all, for those of you who might not know, England doesn't drive on the right side of the road as we do. They drive on the left side of the road. And Nick kept drifting, because it felt wrong. Yeah. Like, I'm a very new driver. Uh, I I don't think I would want to drive in England, because, you know, I've barely got a grip of it here. Now you want me to do other things. But I definitely wouldn't want to get in the car with Nick driving either, so... Yeah... I mean, I'm a much more experienced driver, and I wouldn't drive in England because I have that fear of driving on the wrong side of the road because I'm not used to it. Yeah. I feel like I am maybe new enough that I'd be able to do it. I don't have that ingrained, like, automatic so. right. But honestly, uh, I haven't driven in, like, a week or so, so who knows? Honestly. Honestly. Honestly, honestly, honestly. And I think it was at this point where you're where you were sitting here annoyed. Now no, we're less than ten minutes into the episode. Yes. 
And she's like, where's, where's Lady, Lady Snake? Snake? <laughs> I'm like, we're not even done with interviews. She's like, I came here for Lady Snake. You <laughs> promised me Lady Snake. Where's, where's Lady, Lady Snake? Snake? We're at Stonehenge. There's time for Stonehenge. There's time for Lady Snake. Um, what do they do at Stonehenge? Nothing. Nothing. They were it like, is... it's Stonehenge! Okay, moving on. Do you remember that time they went up to the top of a mountain and at least we got Zack being afraid of snakes? This was like that, but without all of the Zack being afraid of snakes. No, instead we had uh, Nick scaring the shit out of everyone with his driving. Yeah, that's... I can't make fun of that. Um, and it's not Lady Snake. Well, you've been in the car with me when I've been manic. Yeah. Um, it's only happened once since I started driving. And, like, when I had calmed down the next day and realized, I was like, oh my god, I'm amazed Sam didn't jump out of the car. You sent me a message, and I was like, I was just more concerned about you. <laughs> I did, I texted you, I'm like... Thank you for not jumping out of my moving car, though I totally wouldn't blame you if you did. I was I was deeply concerned about you. It was a bad day. It was a bad day. Um, that's only ever happened once, and unfortunately Sam was witness to it. You know what? And we were okay. We survived. That's the important part. We didn't come close to any injuries or death. No. It was just existentially terrifying. <laughs> It was like, I was weirdly hyper-focused. Yeah. So, like, the driving was safe. It was just... Yeah, I was deeply concerned about you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? We made it through. It's like, if you've ever been in a car with a stunt driver, like, you know you're gonna be okay. I wanted to be a stunt driver when I was a teen. Are you kidding? I wanted to be one like two years ago. <laughs> I still want to be one, but driving is scary. I've drifted before. It's fucking cool once you get over the terror. I mean, the one time I fishtailed in the car with Dad, like, I never lost control of the vehicle, and that was the most exhilarating thing ever. Adrenaline high! Dad Why wanted f- to jump out of a moving vehicle. So, adrenaline high is like the one the boys get during this lockdown. But we're not there yet. No, we're still in the interviews, and a kid was picked up and thrown. We're not... Are we there yet? We're there. Oh, did I just... I didn't write that whole shit down. Kid was picked up and thrown, and then they find the horseshoes, and... Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did I miss something? So, the old man says, that is a, um, like, oh, this one guy's been scratched. It was three scratching. It was not the old guy. It was the young guy. And Zach says unto them, that is a mocking of the Trinity, and I've been there, done that. <laughs> Zach says unto them? Yes. Is he a prophet now? I say unto you, <laughs> been there, done that! A prophet of being an oversized walnut. <laughs> and then apparently there were child sacrifices found under the house. Yes. And then he talks about, and then I pulled these out of the wall, and it's two horseshoes one that looks horse small horse size and one that's really rather big and he goes of the small one with the nail still attached this one's come off of the devil and so zach asks clarifying questions he goes well i found them in the wall i'm like then how do you know they came off the devil i, I had a lot of questions i didn't know the devil wore horseshoes i didn't know that either because he's supposed to have goat legs you don't I don't think you shoe goats. I don't think you do. 
Also, aren't this. horseshoes like meant as good luck in a lot they of certainly pagan? can be. Um, I learned that from Good Omens on Amazon Prime. <laughs> One over... I'm assuming that people listening to it to this are not part of that uber Christian group that's petitioning Netflix to cancel it. Can you shoot Which, a... by the way, do you see Netflix's, um... Nef- sorry, Netflix UK and Ireland's response to the petition? Yes, I did. <laughs> uh, for those who haven't seen it, it's this Christian who's like, cancel net, cancel, um... Good Omens on Netflix, so Netflix responds with, okay, we promise not to make any more. <laughs> so Sam literally just Googled, can goats wear shoes? Can you shoe a goat? Is what I said. Um, it looks like maybe you can shoe a goat, but, but why would you shoe a goat? Um, because since they're clothing, right, they're flexible. But if you were to shoe a goat, that would reduce the flexibility. You apparently can shoe an ox. Yes. And, um, you probably couldn't shoe a goat because of the, the shoe. Like, you couldn't shoe a goat with nails. I learned something today. I'm learning a lot about goat foot anatomy. So, okay, so they're probably not from the devil and his cloven hooves. Uh, and, yeah, so horseshoes are usually for good luck. So, or and to or ward off evil, which if they're warding off evil, they're doing a terrible job, <sighs> which might be why they're in the wall. <laughs> um, so, I'm they're sorry. talking to... I'm sorry. This is a headline that came up with under Katie Shoe Goat. Goat shoes are set to be 2019's next big shoe trend, and what? they make your feet look like hooves. I'm sorry, did we return to freaking lotus feet? To lotus binding? No, no, no. They just, um. They separate them? Uh huh. Oh my god, it's like wearing. In socks with foot flops, but on your feet. And that's exactly what they're based off of. Okay, then. <laughs> I just... I The pictures aren't loading because this is from, like, January and who fucking cares. But, like... I kind of... Okay, so I kind of want them. Yeah, I'm, I'm For the sake this. of your sanity, I'm, I'm going to say we need to move yes, on. Yes, so yeah, probably shouldn't... You definitely shouldn't shoe a goat is what we've come up with. And it's the jury's out on whether you can. I'm not going... I don't have a goat farrier. I can just call up. So. so then they talk about the exorcisms that took place in that room. And apparently there were ten. Okay, so I just want to point out, this is called the bishop's room, right? Yes. There is a statue of the devil on a small altar with a kneeler. It's called the bishop's room, and people have been possessed there. Well, they didn't say it was a Christian bishop. Fair. Legit. Um, But while they're talking about it... Uh, this old man in the room gets all weird. I, I wrote a little song. You did? 
This old man, he's possessed. He has Satan on his chest. Oh my god. <laughs> so, they're talking to this priest about how he had to do ten exorcisms of this room. <laughs> and Sam goes, well, he's not Catholic. That's why they had to do ten. <laughs> I didn't say that. And Kim's like, no, they're Anglican. To which you responded. So, my boyfriend's parents are not Christian. So I said I'd rather have a druid and a pagan for parents-in-law than an Anglican. <laughs> no, no, whatever religion you're practicing, we're cool with, as long as it's, like, not shitting on others. Yeah, I'm mostly joking. You can take the girl out of Catholicism, but apparently you can't take the Catholicism out of the non-binary And we human. have issues with... The Catholic Church has issues with Anglicanism. Because it's just because Henry was pissed that he couldn't get divorced. From Catherine of Aragon. He's like, I want a divorce. No. But, no. But your logic is faulty. No. Fuck, well, screw you then. I'm gonna start my own religion with hookers and blow. Basically. <laughs> so we spent our entire Memorial Day celebration listening to the Six soundtrack. Um, oh, yes. Yes, we did. <laughs> divorced. Beheaded. Died. Uh, for those divorced. who don't know, Beheaded. Six is a, a um, Six is a so musical good. about the life of Henry the or the wives right, of Henry the And it's so good. Anyway, I suggest getting your friends together, putting the soundtrack on, and drinking heavily as a good a good way to spend a day. With a puppy. With a puppy. And so then we finally get Lady Snake! Lady Snake! So she comes in, she does a ritual, and she looks really nervous she as does. Zach is describing this ritual. And well, he's like, so this is something that a witch normally wouldn't do for us. And she's like, yup! And he's like, you don't want to do it. She's like... I'm not going to do it, actually. I'm going to open a circle, and then you're going to do it. And then she does, she does cast her circle, um, and then she sets up Zach with a dagger, and it's like, and this is what you say, and he's like, I'm scared. And yeah, and he's like, maybe we shouldn't do this. And you can see late snakes start to get pissed, and they're like, yeah, well, we shouldn't. I'm like, bro, it's too late to back out now. Because she's like, bro, I promised them something. That something is you. You got no choice at this point. I opened the circle. I said, this is what we're doing. Now do it, punk. This is what you're paying. Also, the entire time Lady Snake was doing this entire thing, including casting the circle, there was a very much air of, I'm getting paid for this. I'm getting paid for this. I am getting paid for this. It was beautiful. Which reminds me, favorite line from that whole thing. I call upon the elemental gnomes. And I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, so when she was casting her circle, she called upon air and sylphs, and then fire and salamanders, and then earth and, earth gnomes. and gnomes, and I missed the last one. Because I was like, Because gnomes? Kim was like, gnomes. And I'm like, yeah, who else would you call upon? Obviously gnomes. <laughs> like, gnomes? <laughs> Obviously. Oh my gosh. So yeah, so Zach's a fucking baby, and he's like- Zach's a fucking baby. And he's like, Nick, you do it. Nick's like, no. And he's like, Aaron, you do it. And Aaron's like, no. He's like, I'm not doing this alone. And they're like, yeah, you are. Like, <laughs> legit, 
he's he, uh, he honestly he went from I don't want to do this to well we're all going to do it together because Aaron doesn't want to so quickly and he's like getting really giddy in a weird way and Lady State just says I'm going to take this from you you're not quite yourself why don't and you just lie down on the ground she just takes a knife out of his hand and says lie down on the ground relax but don't close your eyes and then things get weird. Also, my notes here is, I love Lady Snake. And can Lady Snake have a show? Also, I see Lady Snake written like 20 times. Lady <laughs> Snake. Lady. Um, oh, yes. I have a good question. So, going back to that demon altar. that Why? Wait, we'll get back to the demon altar. Okay. Because I have a question about the demon altar. We have a lot of questions about the demon altar. So, Zack lies down. And then I think he starts to get possessed. Because why does possessed Zack always sound and act like he's fucking high? Well, he was starting to do that while he was before she took the knife away. He, and I think she understood what was going on there. You, why does he always sound like he's high? I also get the sense that maybe Zack in real life is kind of straight edge. Oh, he is. Some people do drugs. Maybe Zack just gets possessed. <laughs> I guess that's a drug. I mean, there's an adrenaline rush that comes from it. I'm. I would prefer to do drugs, honestly. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying drugs are good for you, but probably better than possession. Yeah. So then he does a ritual. And he's like, I feel a tingling between my legs. Well, first he's lying on the ground, and he's like, Do you hear bells? And they're like, we don't hear bells. And he's like, you hear the bells. And they're like, we don't hear bells. And then they hear like a a whoosh come from the uh, chimney wherein the demon altar sits. Mm-hmm. And Lady Snake's like, oh, they've come in. And then she's like, and then he's like, he's going to start to feel it come across him. And then as if on cue, he says, I feel like a tingling on the inner of my legs. And my notes say, Zach got ghost laid. Ayy! <laughs> I think getting laid is more than a mere tingling. I don't know, though. Have you ever been fucked by a ghost? No. Thank Christ. <laughs> <laughs> like, can you really say that it'll feel like more than a tingling? I mean, I've had a ghost gently brush my inner thigh. Oh yes, you've mentioned that. Yeah. I I'm I mean, I'm a little bit more sensitive to these things than other people apparently. But um there's a difference in touches. Yes, I've noticed. Like when you hear voices in my apartment and don't tell me. I figured it was just me. You know, as you do. Honestly, my house has been lovely recently. Um I think they're giving me a break because I'm burning out at work, so. Aww. Yeah. The ghosts feel bad for you. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually kind of sweet. Also. <laughs> yeah, I was talking at my roommate, and I was like, I know I said I would take some time to sit down and, like, listen if you had anything to say, but, like, I am just, I was just going through all of, like, my life, and then I felt like a gentle, like, like, almost like a hand, like, oh, it's gonna be okay. And then I went to sleep, and I slept so good. It was really, really nice. Talk to the ghosts in your house. 
<laughs> I mean, I guess you and your ghost have like a camaraderie now. Yeah. Have you ever discovered a ghost have a name? Uh, not one that I know. I know you said no EVP session in your house, but I kind of want to do one and see what his name or her name is. No, my roommate's a man. You sure? Yes. Okay. I want to know what his name is. Same. I also want to know what the deal is with the man on the couch. Maybe it's him. No, they're different. Okay. A man on the couch is very angry. I don't know. I'm very much not sensitive, so. Yeah, no. Actually, the man on the couch and I now have a a bit of an understanding. Um, Because I came home the other night late and they had left the light on in the hallway. Did I come home? Whatever. I went to the bathroom and I was going upstairs and as I was walking past the living room, I felt like, like somebody was really pissed off. And I was like, I don't know why the light's on. I'm sorry. I know it's late, but I'm not going to turn it off. I don't know if it's on for a reason. So I go to sleep and I say the next day, I'm like, why was the light on? And they're like, oh, we just forgot to shut it off. I'm like, yeah, the man on the couch was really pissed about it. So when I was going to bed, I told the man on the couch, I told them, you were preferred to have the light off at night. And they said they shut it off. And it was just like a nod. Like a thank you. And now we're on the same page. Okay. My life is not this adventurous. I understand why you use the word adventurous, but I'm just, you know, talking to the man on the couch. That no one else can see. Oh my gosh. So like, yesterday. Um, no, Except you your sibling. Yeah, we don't see him. With, with our eyes, though. Just, you know, with your not eyes. But I'm sitting on the couch, and it's getting dark, and I'm playing Breath of the Wild, and I moved my feet out of the way without realizing it so the man on the couch could, like, sit on the couch. Okay. I, like, as the sun was going down, I was like, oh, the man on the couch is here. All right, then. It's so weird. That's your ghost update. It's been very quiet. I've been very, very tired. So, yes, Zach gets ghost laid. Yes, uh, Zach gets molested by a ghost. Um, and then as they're cl- as Lady Snake is preparing to leave, she just says, she looks very uncomfortable. And she says, I'm just going to, to say a little prayer. And she asks um, her god and her goddess to please protect Lady Snake. And then I said, only Lady Snake. <laughs> Because honestly, it was very implied. <laughs> and then as she's leaving, Zach's like, oh, so what do you think? She's like, like, are you, we going to feel anything? And she's like, for the next, for, for tonight and for a few days after, I think, no, I know you're going to feel their presence. And I'm like, Lady Snake. So yeah, so then they get ready for the lockdown and John gets a little bit confused. He's like, okay, I'm going home now. And he, like, he goes into the house and Zach's like, wait, no, we're getting locked down. And then his grandson goes and gets him. Also, I want to have tea with Lady Snake is literally one of my... Notes. Yes. And so he, John comes out and he's like, yes, we're getting locked in. And John goes, you're idiots. It was adorable. Which is just like, yes, we're glad someone finally told them. And also, then they get locked in. Also, someone should move that old man out of that house. Yes. Like, so then ASAP. They do the lock-in, and they do the establishing shots of the lock-in, and we shoot back to the devil altar, and I realize something. There's a fucking... There's a cock in front of the devil! 
And my response was, don't you know the devil has a giant dick? I mean, I know the devil is a giant dick. I didn't realize he had a giant dick because he's a fallen angel. I thought angels were supposed to be androgynous. Apparently, when you fall from heaven, you can choose to have a giant dick. Okay, then. Giant dicks for the win. Another question. Why would you have an altar to the devil in your house that's filled with ghosts? Bro, I don't know. And, like, spirits you consider to be malignant. Like, I have a weird basement. I'm not gonna go put, like, a picture of Satan down there. Did whatever's in your basement once knock a cross off your wall? Yes. I don't know, maybe you thought it would appease them. At that point, move out. People be stubborn, yo. He's gonna die in that house. I think at this point he's okay with it. I think that's what he wants. I don't think that's necessarily for the best. So they get locked in, and they do, and they immediately deal deal with some stupid shit. Um, my note here is it's ten p.m. Do you know where your chuckleheads are? And then Zach lays down for a nap in the front room after telling this old man, don't worry, we're not going to sleep. Well, he didn't go to sleep. No, he was just pretending to go to sleep. Yeah, and he heard noises. Honestly, from the moment they step in, the whole house is made of noises. That is true. It's kind of terrifying. I'm I'm sure they didn't have to have the Stonehenge filler. Like, to be honest, like, if I was in that house alone... And stone's a pretty good noise isolator. It's like, inside everything echoes, but you don't get anything from outside. Like, I'd be really terrified. I would... Like, the first thing they say back in the interview section, when they walk in, is like, this place really doesn't have a friendly feeling. I don't think you could have gotten me into the house. That is true. However, that has never stopped me. No. I'll be sitting in the car outside. You're like, I'll be here. In this pretty little English garden. It's swell. Across the street. Not even this one in front of this house. Oh, look, a tea shop. Is it haunted? No? Great. I'll be here. I mean, that tea shop that we go to may or may not be haunted. Wait, what? Uh Uh-huh. The one by our school. I'm sorry, what now? Yes. Since when? So, Aaron and I went, and we were having a lovely time, and then, um, you know, as you talk, maybe you don't look the person in the eye, because eye contact, prolonged eye contact, it's weird, so you're just kind of looking, surveying your surroundings, and as, before our eyes, a picture jumps off the wall behind this woman, but she hadn't touched it. I was looking at it when it happened. It jumped off the wall and landed like three feet away from the wall. And she's like, oh no! And the serving staff had also seen it. And they just go, um, oh, don't worry, it's the ghost. Doesn't like this one kid for some reason. And then just puts it back on the wall. What? And then Aaron and I are like, there's a ghost? They're like, ha 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 And then they don't tell us anything else because we're paying customers and I wasn't wearing a a shirt that said, tell me about your ghosts. (laughs) We need to get those made. I know. We really really need to get those made. Tell (laughs) me. Yeah. (laughs) So, if you become our patron, we'll get a few t-shirts that says, tell me about your ghosts. Maybe we'll just make vinyl stickers. 
Those seem cheaper than t-shirts. Or I'd swipe right for Zach. <laughs> swipe right for Zach. Aaron, my sweet baby boy. <laughs> it's 10 p.m. Do you know where your chuckleheads are? <laughs> we need to make these, like, now. <laughs> so, we now have Patreon awards for when we actually establish our, pa- our Patreon. Alright, so, you know, they're moving around. Zach hears noises, and they go into the barn. Where, or not the barn, uh, wherever the open, was the open grave in the barn? No, I believe that one's in the kitchen. So they go to the open grave in the kitchen, and of course they're told, you know, the ghosts don't like when you're near the open grave. So what does our boy Zach do? Wait, think about it. What do you think Zach does? If you chose, steps into the grave, and picks up a shovel, (laughs) you'd be correct. So Zach climbs into this grave, and he goes, look, look, I'm in the grave. (laughs) Also by an open grave, let me just specify in case you haven't watched. It is a hole in the ground in the kitchen wherein there is dirt and a sign that says uh, the ancient grave. Apparently they found, like, children remains and daggers. Yeah, I mean, from an archaeological perspective, it's pretty cool. Yeah, but So yeah, so Zach goes, so it's like, that's total Zach. Like, they told me not to go near the grave. So what am I going to do? I'm going to go stand in it! Oh my gosh. And then um, they start hearing weird sounds, including some knocking. My note here is, maybe it's knocking. Maybe it's a house settling. They hear three knocks, and then they get yeah, cold. It is. It is. And then they pan to this really creepy child portrait. Yeah. It, and that just stood out because it was creepy as fuck. So creepy. I'm not into it. No, no. Also, the old man kept saying that there's so many children here, and I wasn't sure if he meant the spirits of children or, like, the bodies of deceased children. We I should think put a content both. warning about, like, all the dead kids we're just casually mentioning. I mean, if that's um, true, we, I mean, we need to put a content warning then on every single episode, because a lot of the episodes feature dead children. Dead children, yeah. Uh, sorry. We're sorry. But yeah, um, so oh and God. so as they're in there and Zach's standing in the grave, they get a voice that says, "I don't like you," and I'm just like, "Lady, don't blame ya." Oh, I thought that was in the the witch room. Was that in the witch room? I thought it was in that room. I thought they were like, "Oh, it sounds like there's something upstairs." They went up to the witch room. Maybe in one of the rooms they get a voice yeah, that says, yeah, "I don't like you," and I'm like, "Lady." I'm with you on this one. Because he walks don't in, he's you. like, are you a ghost? Why don't you show yourself? Oh, sorry, are you a witch? Why don't you show yourself? Blah, 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 blah. And then it is a lady's voice. She has a bit, a lovely voice. With, with a, a British accent. With a British accent. He says, I don't like you. And I was like, holy fuck. And it's clear as day. And I'm just like, same. <laughs> and then they go into the bishop room. And he starts provoking the devil. Of course he does, because it's Zach. And one of the things he says is make a noise, you know, scare us out or whatever, and then noises start getting made, and he goes, don't respond to their little pathetic noises. And I was like, wh- why Why is Zach suddenly, like, getting too big for his britches? Hello, muscle car. Motorcycle? That sounds like a motorcycle. And then he says, we're from America. Don't you want us to go back to our country? I don't think they know 
where... Uh, okay, so there's two possibilities. One, it's the devil who doesn't give a shit. Or two, it's the spirits of the people who are buried in the burial ground there who don't give a shit because they don't know where the fuck America is. Option three. It's like spirits from all through time in which case i still don't think they care oh you're from america fine whatever who gives a shit you know that colony my house you know that colony we used to own yeah go to hell who cares so yeah and they capture some sort of shadow flicker thing and sam and i are like meh and they make a big deal out of it it's like it looks like it's coming out of the room i'm like that could have been anything to me, it just looked like a flicker, and that could be as easy as maybe Aaron put his finger too close to the lens for a second. Like, it's just a dark shadow on the side that is there so fast, it doesn't seem to move across the screen or anything. Um, I Like, I, I don't think that is, like, you're able to tell the difference between that and, like, a camera error, which... They have a knack of being, of really reading into, like, autofocus racking. So why not, like, oh, we got a little shadow for a second. Then Aaron starts <laughs> freaking <laughs> out. And he's like, this could be the last moments of our lives. So, um, mom and dad, thank you. And all of you watching, thank you. And, like, I could feel... Nick's face. <laughs> like, he's behind the camera, but I could feel it. I could feel the look on his face that was just, are you for real right now? <laughs> it was great. It was adorable. Like, that's a top ten moment right there. It is. So then, they get more voices. They got a voice. Neither of us really understood it. They claim it says it's coming. It didn't sound like anything to us. I didn't even write that one down. Um, people in the hallway. Because <laughs> you can tell the difference when a voice is outside versus when a voice is inside next to you. <laughs> so I keep getting sounds. And then they're going to one of the bedrooms. It's the bishop room again, but now they decide to lay down. Oh my gosh. Oh, and they're laying down and they're notes. taunting the ghost. So, and the ghost says, I, I hate you. Yeah, Zach says, what do you want to do now that we're in the beds? Me. I hate these men. Spirit, I hate you. <laughs> Me. Same! <laughs> it's like, you know, I think this is the first time that we've had a ghost adventures where we're just like, we are one with the spirit of this house. We're here for it. We are one with you. We understand the futility of dealing with these chuckleheads. God. Zach is just insufferable when he's on, like, a hunt. But wait, there's more. It Speaking gets worse. of Zach insufferable. So they're like, Aaron's gonna go into the barn by himself. And the sad thing is, like, like so the barn's really haunted. So what are we gonna do? And Nick goes, Aaron's gonna be in there by himself. Aaron's just like, damn it. So they put Aaron in. And Zach goes, your goal is to get them to lift you. Now I know you're a big guy, so it might take a couple of them. 
Yeah, so there was a kid that had been, like, lifted and then thrown against the door, and he's like, that's the door that the kid was thrown against, so your goal is to get picked up and thrown against that door. And Aaron's just like... And then he says, I wrote down the quote, I know you're heavy, so it might take a couple spirits. And I was like, how can you say that to your friend? Like... That's just mean. That's not even funny. He could have meant it as he's muscular. I don't think he did. Because Aaron is a big dude. He is. He's not small. And when I say big dude, I don't mean, like, chubby. I mean, like, he's really fucking tall. Well, he's tall, and he's not, like, rail thin. You know, he's got meat on him. Some of that has got to be muscle, considering he's lugging around their video equipment. (laughs) So, yeah. So, anyway. So, he leaves Aaron in there. And Zach's like, you know, Aaron's safety is our number one priority. So what does he do, Sam? He traps him in the barn. <laughs> and I'm just like, bro. And Nick's laughing. Meanwhile, I'm sitting here, I'm like, if that barn catches fire, Aaron's dead. And Zach just killed him. To be fair, if the barn catches fire, I think they're all dead. I mean, yeah, but specifically Zach's at fault if Aaron dies. Yes. Ugh. So, Ugh. when Aaron's stuck in there alone, trying to talk to them, he's like, look, we need something, guys. He actually gets a really strong EVP of a dude saying, where are you? Yeah, they said there's a name that they can't make out. I can't hear enough to even figure out. I don't is hear enough to hear a voice, yeah. but I do hear, where are you? Where like, are you is so clear. It's like they were speaking right into the mic. It was freaky. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Nick and Zach are in the kitchen again, talking about the evil witches who killed these kids. Kids, come talk to us. And then they hear, uh, they call it a voice. Um, it's not a child's voice. I couldn't make out words. I just got, like, a growly noise that sounded super close, and I didn't like it. That was bad. I did not like that either. So they get a crowdy voice, and then they hear footsteps. So Zach's like, I'm going to go upstairs and check out the footsteps. Nick, stay here. And Nick freaks out. He's Nick like, go stay here? It's like, wait, wait, you mean stay here alone? Like, you're going to go? No, 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 no. You're going to go check it out? I'm going to stay here? Like, Nick freaks the fuck out. So Zach goes to check the footsteps. And he again asks about the little children, and he gets an evil laugh, and I was like, ooh, that's clear. Well, it was definitely a creepy laugh. It was definitely a female laughing, and it sounded, it was a sexy voice, honestly. And it sounded very much like that first lady who said, I don't like you. It did. She's like, <laughs> it sounded like it she was, was kind of, like, mean-spiritedly chuckling. So, like, it sounded like if a man said something to you, and you were like, <laughs> But, like, with your mouth closed. Like, <laughs> it was very good. It was not a, ha, 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 you're so funny. It was a, oh, ho, ho, little, little parasite. You think you can do something to me? And I, she could step on me. Yeah, so, Nick's downstairs by himself, and he freaks out. He's like, what's that? And he pans the camera. And immediately my response was, a pirate flag. I know. Because he pans right to a pirate flag, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> the funny part here, right, is 
I got distracted for a second because Nick's la- eyelashes are just really, really long. But what he was saying while I was like, God, your lashes are so long, even in night vision. Nick and his eyelashes are like, well, if you're going to... Th- I'm not going to leave, so if you want me to leave, you're going to have to make enough noises to chase me out. And then immediately all these noises happen. He's like, huh, huh. Kim's like, a firefly! <laughs> and it's just noise, 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 noise. Like clatter over here and then like maybe a chuckle over here and like a breath over there i'm like holy shit that's a lot yeah and i'm just sitting here like it's a parrot fly but yeah he actually did catch a lot of shit there's footsteps and voices and it's like there's a party going on there yeah he said you're gonna have to make a lot of noise to chase me out and they said challenge fucking accepted hold my beer (laughs) so then they they switch to Aaron, and Aaron's like, come on, lift me, throw me, come on, do it. And the voice goes, don't tempt me. And I'm like, and my reaction is, oh my god, even the ghosts go easy on Aaron. I know, I know. I didn't hear the voice. I heard bees. Not a <laughs> word, not someone saying bees. Like, the sound of bees? Um, I thought you heard someone going, bees? No. <laughs> no, no, no. You know, like, that sort of, like, buzzing sort of noise? I heard, don't tempt me. Yeah, I heard buzzer. Um, but yeah, I'm like, oh, even the spirits are like, I don't, are spirits are like, I, I don't want to hurt you, but don't fucking tempt me. Small baby boy, please. Um, they hear another voice that they're like, it's the same evil woman, but this one sounds like... A girl still, but much younger. But I couldn't make out what she was saying for this one. They said she's saying, "I'm special." They say it's but like it doesn't sound like anything to me. It's I hear a voice, but I don't hear I'm special. I don't, yeah, I didn't catch what it said. Like I heard enough of a voice to be like, "A, that's not the same person," and B, this person sounds younger. So they got, they had a lot of shit going on there. And it was definitely very interesting. And uh, we're actually almost at the end of the episode. Yes. So then they end it, but not yet. So they leave the ancient room and they end their lockdown. And then they pan to Zick, Zick. <laughs> Zickerin. <laughs> the trio of them. Zach, Nick, and Aaron sitting down in like, I guess a uh, soundstage or something. A warehouse, it looked like. In a room. Yeah. And on folding chairs. I just want to And the camera's basically maybe six inches off the floor. And... So they're, like, leaning manly to, like, talk into it. And Zach reveals that the ghost, in fact, did follow him home. Because after they left, he went to bed, and he had a nightmare and the way he described this nightmare, it I was honestly, hilarious. He's like, I saw a witch with, a, I saw a woman with like long hair and dark red eyes, and she's doing this thing with her fingers, and he kind of what's boogity 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 boogity. Yes, they're like boogity boogity boogity. boogity. I'm like, oh my god, the in my and head, I'm like the witch fucking fucked with him. Because that's what I would do if I was fucking with someone. It's like boogity 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 boogity. Hearing dreams, like scare me. Boogity boogity boogity. Oh my gosh, right? She's like, she had really long nails. I could, like, feel it on my face. And I was like, 
so then you woke up and your face was like fucked up because your face looks fucking fine. No, his neck was fucked up. Nay, his neck was fucked up. He's like, I had three scratches on my neck. And he did. He did, in fact, have three scratches on his neck. And they're mean in the opposite direction than if he were to make them himself. Yeah, he'd have to kind of like... So instead of it pointing toward his face, which is what it would have been if he had made them himself, they point from his chin going toward his back. Yeah, it would be... I'm very flexible. You guys can't see me because this is an audio podcast. But just imagine a person sitting there attempting to scratch their own neck in this strange direction. I have um, to like kind of like bend my hands around. It's a weird position. It's not something I'd be able to do accidentally. And it's not in an upward motion. It's in a like down and back motion. Yeah, it's weird. Um, and then that's where we end the but episode. I have one question about this episode. Sure. So Lady Snake came in and she opened a circle. Yes. Did she ever go back and close the circle? They never tell you. Lady Snake, you done that old man dirty. Potentially. I'm gonna assume she did. I'm gonna assume she closed the circle when they finished the ritual. Yeah, same. But, yeah. I'm also gonna assume there was more of the ritual that they didn't show. That had like, and don't hurt that old man, John Humphreys. Ain't his fault. He's just a weird old man whose comb over is so intense. So thoughts on this episode? Uh, Lady Snake. Lady Snake. Somehow I knew that was coming. I really like Lady Snake. She was definitely a highlight of this episode. But overall, it was actually a pretty good episode. Yeah. Honestly, things were happening. They weren't running around like drunken frat boys. Um, Zach gets possessed. Uh, Maybe. He got high. Cause he got high. Cause he got high. Cause he got high. Even the spirits feel bad for Aaron. Um, and this old man just has a fucking devil altar. Just in with a, a giant ass cock. Just giant ass green cock, actually. That's because I think it was copper. I thought it was jade. It was far enough away from him that you could theoretically. do you ever start saying something and you're like sam no sam stop i think we're gonna end it here because we're going to some dark places now anyway uh don't fuck the devil and don't put jade dildos in your body they're porous if you're going to use a gemstone Personal massager. Stick a condom on that shit first. Change the condom every time. It's for your health. Alright. Don't use the same condom between holes. Next week, we will be covering Penhurst State School. Probably not impromptu sex education. No, though it is desperately needed in the US. Email us. Stop writing from this podcast at gmail.com. So, the, so Penhurst State School begins season three. Yay! So we're moving forward, chugging Yay. forward. We're one-seventh of, okay, we're not one-seventh, we're like one-tenth of the way through? It's too late for me to do math. I had a long week. Alright, so, 
Pennhurst State, a school for the developmentally disabled, was forced to close its doors in 1987 after numerous allegations of abuse and neglect. It's believed the tormented souls of the students still linger there. Oh god, the ableism. I can I can taste it. 2009. It's still ableist. I'm not denying that. I'm just saying 2009. I know. That was a person in the hallway. Future Kim. That's She's a already drunk. Loud person in the hallway. She's slurring. This is what happens when you record Friday in a med school night. housing on a Friday night. All right, y'all. So I think that's it for us. You can email us at stoprunningfromthispodcast at gmail.com. We always appreciate your comments. Um, we're still waiting on that fan art, guys. I really, I really want my Nick Offerman bees. I do, I do. I don't even care about pearlescent, sorry, opalescent uh, Benjamin Franklin in drag. Though, I really do feel like you could do a really good Ben Franklin drag. I'm pretty sure Ben Franklin did drag. That sounds like a thing Ben would do. Did Ben <laughs> Franklin. Um, if you know the answer to this and just emailing us, you can also tweet at us at SRFT Podcast on Twitter. Uh, we're also on Instagram at Stop Running From This Podcast, right? Or are we just stop running from this on Instagram? Um, Sam, what's our Instagram? It's Stop Running From This. Hold on, hold on. I I typed in, did Ben Franklin do drag? And there's a Yahoo Answers. I know that's a different podcast. But let's close <laughs> you out with a Yahoo Answers. What does the expression Ben Franklin in drag stand for? In Ghost Adventures episode La Parisma, a man describes a ghost as there was what no! I would describe as a man Franklin no! in drag, kind of an opalescent, pearlescent figure. Um, the best answer is the phrase in drag means in slow motion, perhaps tiresome slow motion. But what does that Benjamin Franklin have to do with a ghost? Franklin, 1706-1790, was a writer, an inventor, public official, and printer. His inventions include the lightning rod, bifocal spectacles, and the Franklin stove. The last two are not in use now. He helped draft the Constitution, but he is not remembered as one of the founding fathers. He was, as the, author, as the author says, like opals and pearls, precious but elusive. Not quite transparent. <laughs> it is the only answer. I'm sorry, I think I just want to my bed. <laughs> We're fine. Oh my god. I'm dying. Stop running from this podcast, a Ghost Adventures Review podcast. Email us, find us on Instagram and Twitter, and, uh,. Have a good night. <laughs> oh, also, you can find our website, uh, stop running from this podcast. <laughs> dot blueberry. <laughs> dot. <laughs> I think that's a dot net. Anyway, stop running from this podcast on Instagram. S. RFT podcast on Twitter. Good night and good luck. I'm okay. I'm okay. 
We're on Spotify and iTunes. Please rate and review us. That's it, Kim. Cut it there. (laughs) Good night, y'all. I say unto you, been there, done that.